Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Amherst Weekly. I am your co-host, Chad Didiminesis, and as always, joined by Keith Wozniak from Let's Go Amherst. Keith, I hope things are a lot better for you here as we're recording on a Sunday night in Rochester than they are up here in Buffalo, because it's, it's burning, it's raining fire up here right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We had, a, we had a really good weekend. It was a couple of games that were... They had playoff intensity and probably against a team we'll have to play for for the division title. Uh, exciting Sunday afternoon game. Um, yeah, things are things are going well. We had some fun games, some fun goals, and where I had a little scare after Friday night, but they're still sitting in first place as of us talking right now. Well, that's good. So before we get to the games, uh, I really don't want to talk about. I'm going to try to keep the series out as much as possible because as we talked about before we started here. Uh, they have me a little hot right now, so I'm going to try to avoid them as a topic seeing the, you know, for the New Jersey game. But um, one tie into the Sabres, they did just have a call-up today or tonight. Uh, he's going to join the team uh, in Florida on Tuesday, and that is Casey Nelson. So before we get to the games that we missed here, uh, I'm curious to kind of start things here, how Casey Nelson looked in his conditioning assignment. Yeah, he was pretty good. Um, you know, I guess he was, he was Casey Nelson when he was here before. He was, you know, last year he's – you know, he's not a guy who says very few words, but he's not going to be too flashy, but gets the job done. Um, he kind of had one bad play on Saturday night, kind of to leave us with a good memory or not so good memory of him. But, you know, he, he you know, showed up and I think he kind of helped Gooley a little bit because those two had been paired up when he was here last year. And, you know, Gooley looked a little better this weekend. So, you know, I guess in terms of conditioning stint, he helped. Helped out his uh, defensive partner. Well, that's good. And like you said, they played together, so it's good to see that experience there. And you know, it's good to uh, it's good to hear some positive things for Gooley this year, who really hasn't been a very positive year for him. So it's it's good to kind of hear those things. So I mean, that's good. You know, we're, I think there's a spot up here at right defense that they need to fill. Uh, Scandella's injury, I guess, kind of is works out for them, so they can continue to carry nine defensemen for who knows how long they want to do this for. Uh, they seem to always get away with it somehow, and it looks like they have to make that decision. They always somehow get away with it in some sort of way. So, well, I guess we'll push that decision down the road. But another player I want to ask you about is kind of going the other way. Uh, I saw he had a nice goal recently, but how's uh, Remyelli doing down there after he was sent down? Yeah, Remyelli has jumped right into this team, and he is, you know, he's he's a great HL player. I mean, obviously, you know, what happened in the you know down the throughway, but he has jumped in and he's got what three goals in the last four games, I think something like that. And you know he, he just fits right in. He's a strong, powerful player. He's you know the way he controls the puck and you know kind of protects the puck when he's skating with it to create offensive zone chances. There, it's impressive. And you know players like him and Taylor Lear and you know leading into the playoffs that are going to be huge for Rochester. You know, kind of funny after the game today, uh, you know, talking to Taylor Lear, he was kind of talking about Remy Ellie came up 
And, you know, it was kind of asking, he went through a similar situation where uh, Lear was in Philadelphia last season, never played, you know, just kind of rode the bench and again, talked about how, you know, you have to play to have confidence, you know, and if you don't play, you kind of lose that confidence. And it took him, you know, a couple months to gain that back. And now he's, you know, he's a dominant player with Lehigh and now he is here as well. So I think in a way it's kind of comparable to Ellie is, you know, He's getting a chance to play. He's embracing it, and he's you know he's kind of leading the team right now in the last few games. That's good. You know, that's good. You know, we got Justin Bailey uh, getting some NHL games here, so at least it's good to hear that the player they acquired coming the other way, you know, has helped Rochester. Yeah, Lear scored a game-winning goal in the shootout on Saturday night. Um, you know, kind of sixth round, he was the only player to score. Um, you know, the line of him, Ellie, and Ogilvy was the best line for the Emmerichs on Sunday afternoon. You know, they, those guys have never skated together in a practice, never skated together in a game, and they just had some instant chemistry. And, you know, one of the things they said after the game was all three of them want to have the puck on their stick. And, you know, which is good. They, they you know, they all kind of feed off, fed off each other and, you know, led to them kind of helping the Emmerichs win a dominating game. So the one you just mentioned, the one guy I wanted to get to, but since you mentioned him, I guess this is kind of a good transition to get there, is uh, Andrew Ogilvy finally getting back into a game. You know, he was a guy that was signed in uh, the offseason as a college free agent. Uh, kind of exciting. I was excited to kind of get a look at him. I feel like he had a good development camp when he was here. And, you know, the right wing depth of this organization is not good. So if he turned out to be something, that would be helpful. Um, but, you know, I only played one game back, but kind of how – I guess I ask a question this way. How big of an impact I think it's going to be for the team moving forward if he can stay in the lineup and help them down the stretch here? You know, it's, I, I talked to him on Friday morning and just asked, you know, hey, is this kind of like a, you know, a new season for you? And he said, yeah, it's kind of the next chapter. You know, he only played 14 games to start the season before he went out with concussion and he had a long recovery for that. Uh, he played a second game today on Sunday. And, you know, he looked a lot better, and that's probably because of who he was playing with. He was playing right. with, you know, Ellie and Lear, versus on Friday he was playing with, uh, I think it was Dalton Smith and Cornell maybe, something like that. So, you know, he kind of went from the fourth line to kind of the third line in a sense. And, yeah, you, you look great today. Um, you know, it's kind of obviously too early to say too much about him, but he had a – Wicked shot, scored a goal today, and um, yeah, no, you know, he led the way with Notre Dame in scoring when he was there, and Sabres are high on him, whether or not, you know, where that leads him to, who knows, but for his second game back, he fit right in, and wicked shot, and, you know, he was he was all over the ice. It's really good to hear. So the last guy I'm going to ask you about before we kind of get into the games themselves uh, is the guy who's kind of always, not always, but he's like, I guess he's the new C.J. Smith here now because T.J. Smith is here. So kind of what's your quick update on uh, how Victor Olsen has been doing here the last, since the last time we talked the last couple of weeks? That's, uh, you know, that line is, you know, they kind of, they have their little spurts, um, you know, with Olsen, Asplund, and O'Regan. Um, Olsen is still scoring goals as needed, um, you know, still looking good. Uh, you know, one of the impressive things between him and Asplund um, specifically is just what they do in the defensive zone. So, you know, they're mm -hmm. not, you know, even if they're not scoring goals, they are, they're making plays on the ice. And, uh, yeah, I don't have all the stats straight in front of me and not very prepared. But, um, you know, no, Olsen is still, you know, he's still doing everything right. And, you know, hopefully he uh, sticks around through the rest of the season. 
Uh, last, but I lied. One more question about the player: uh, Is was Nylander playing it, or is he still out hurt? Who Nylander? Never heard of him. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> he he's the guy where you feel like you just type his name on Twitter, you get like the most ridiculous replies in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, I kind of sat on a, a one quote, and I was like, oh, I got to send it out because <laughs> I mean that's your job, right? You have to, it's your job. I mean, I, right. you no, know, I mean you got to do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. There, there's so many, you know, sometimes I get a little, you know, talk to a lot of these guys and they say things and, you know, sometimes they don't fit into story and, you know, sometimes it just fits in a single tweet. Um, Nylander did return to practice one day this past week. Uh, he did not skate Friday morning during the uh, morning pregame skate. And usually kind of guys that are just coming back from injury skate, um, you know, Sean Malone skated, uh, Zach Redmond skated, um, Nylander did not. So, you know, his, his status is, I guess, at this point, it's technically week to week considering, you know, he hasn't played in over a week. And yeah, so, you know, one of the interesting thing, though, is given the Emmerich's lineup this weekend, it's going to be, you know, when him, Sean Malone are ready to come back, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they fit in and where they fit in to see who comes out because everybody else has really been, really been playing well from first line down to fourth line. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, you know, positivity wins. Uh, we're not used to that up here as of late, but that's good to see it's going down <laughs> down there. Uh, so, you know, speaking of wins, I mean, the last three games, well, before the two this weekend, you know, they hit the skids a little bit. A couple of 5-2 losses and then a tight one nothing loss. But uh, they won their last two games, 3-2 shootout, a nice 5-1 win tonight. Uh, I guess if you kind of want to lay out here kind of how it's gone the last week and a half or so here. Yeah, they hit a three-game losing streak. Um, two losses were – they weren't – you know, it, it's this time of year you don't really – you know, it's kind of tough to fall into the trap of the, you know, the moral victories or whatnot. Um, but the, you know, a couple of games in Utica, they lost 5-2. to two. Three of the goals were scored in a 58-second span. Oof. So you take away that 58-second span and it's a much closer game. Um you know, the crazy thing is those three goals were against three different lines. So it's not like it was just, <laughs> you know, it's not like, hey, somebody was scored on. They said, go get one back. It was, all right, scored on, change it up. Oh, scored on, change it up. Scored on, change it up. And then the game was game was over. Um, you know, the other five to two loss was kind of similar situation. There were three goals scored in like a two and a half to three minute span. So you, you take those little spans away and they're close games. Um, we're still losses, obviously, but, you know, it's not the end of the world or blowouts like, you know, kind of seen before earlier in the season. Uh, last two nights, there was a game Friday night against Syracuse and Saturday night, and those were those were essentially playoff games. They were, you know, just close games. It was, uh, you know, the one nothing goal was just one little mistake. You know, one nothing loss to Syracuse was one little mistake in the neutral zone, and they scored. Um, you know, the Emmerichs had a ton of chances and, you know, legit chances and they just, you know, none of them were going in. So it was like a one nothing playoff loss. Uh, and then they went to Syracuse and won three to two in a shootout. And, you know, again, it was a, it was like a playoff game. It was hard hitting. It was low scoring. There were, you know, kind of the goals scored against were simple mistakes. Um, you know, Brandon Hickey pinched on one and mm-hmm. they went down for a breakaway. Um, you know, another one. You know, Casey Nelson was just kind of standing in front of the net. Um, you know, whether or not it was his guy, it's probably can be up for debate, but he was just kind of standing there and didn't do much. Um, but, you know, the response is Will Borgen scored a big goal. You know, it's uh, 
you know, when you hear Will, Will Morgan goal, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> <laughs> With an assist to Yannick Veyu and Dalton Smith. Oh, so boy, how about the, that goal? I had to go find that goal right now. That has to be great. It was, uh, you know, it's a trio that you do not expect to score a goal and, you know, set one up. And, you know, in a game like that where, you know, that's what you need. Um, you know, and then Romielli had another the other goal, which is a power play goal early in the game. So, you know what, they were, you know, as they talk about depth and all that nonsense we're sick of hearing about, you know, kind of what stepped up. You know, Will Borgen scores from a, you know, fourth line grinder and Romielli scores a power play goal. And then new guy Taylor Lear won the shootout. So they were both great games from uh, two, Scott Wedgwood and Adam Wilcox just played outstanding in both games. So. You know, two different goalies and two different games and big wins. So the last question I'm going to kind of ask you here, because, um, you know, a week from tomorrow is a trade deadline. Uh, we always talk about a lot about the NHL team, what they need, what they don't need. Uh, at this point, we don't need anything up here because, you know, New Jersey kind of, for all intents and purposes, ended their season pretty much tonight, I would say. But from a Rochester standpoint, a team that's pushing for the playoffs, uh, if Botterill or Sexton were going to try to make a move by next Monday, uh, what's the one thing you think that they could do uh, to help the AHL team, you know, push and be a legitimate, maybe get that final piece to be a real legitimate Calder Cup contender? You could probably say the same thing the Sabres need, and that's a you know a top line center. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, it's top six center you know, makes sense. Yeah, top six center. You know, it's you know Kevin Porter is a great guy, great player, and he you know can get things done, but you know he's kind of you know, is at you know a certain point. Um, Kyle Criscolo, who we've kind of forgotten about in a way, he's still out injured. Um, you know, I'm not sure he's probably still week to week. I think he's expected to come back and start skating this week. So, you know, same with Sean Malone. So, you know, you could flip a coin and say, hey, you bring back Criscolo and Malone, and you have a couple more centers. You know, where that puts everyone else is up for debate. Um, but you know, another way to look at it too is there's there's openings because you have a lot of the guys that are going to be you know contracts are expiring this summer. You know, where does you know I guess the Wilson lie or uh, you know Matt Tennyson is you know his contract is coming up and you know there, there's plenty of players that can be moved around. You would think to you know get them a top center. Um, you know Porter's not getting traded. He's on uh, he's here for you know he's the captain. He's not right. Traded. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, Malone is out hurt. Chris Cole is out hurt. So I'm not sure how you could move them or if you even could. You know, but those are kind of guys that, hey, there's some flexibility there to get a, you know, try to get a, you know, top center. And once they do, I think that's kind of where this team has been lacking. And, uh, you know, that's that's definitely the one need there they have. I don't know, I'm trying to find a way to wrap the Sabres in new here and say it's, you know, it's, it's maybe good <laughs> for the future here, how good Rochester's doing, but I can't really find the words because it. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it is good. You know, it, it's good that this team is going to get an opportunity to uh, go to the playoffs and I think have a legitimate shot. Uh, everything falls into place to be a, you know, make a long playoff run. And, you know, maybe at the end of the day, if they can get a couple of guys, maybe, you know, let's say like they can get CJ Smith back near the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never know. I mean, if he plays 60 or 50-ish games here, maybe you don't get Pilot back, but... Um, I don't think you can hit 50 games, but you know what I mean. If he plays a lot of games, maybe you don't get pilot back. But still, if you do, it's another piece that they can add at the end. So it's it's good, you know. It's it's good to kind of see that, and I guess in a way, you have some positivity in this organization. Uh, that while the NHL team isn't doing great um, and disappoints again, uh, there's always that 
you know, I guess you could say place to look at, well, look at the AHL team. There's some positivity there. And I guess that's what you can kind of hope to grasp onto at this point. Yeah. You know, you kind of look at it as, um, you know, I don't know if it was, was it you that came up with the like 2021 plan or the something 2020 like that? plan? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, the, um, I'll use Linus and Allmark as a little example. You know, that recent video that came out with him and Hutton and, you know, he talked about what, you know, he went through last year and, you know, his grandmother dying. And one of the things Allmark said was he's still pissed about losing in the playoffs. You know, and in a way, he knows what that's like to lose. Um, You know, do a lot of these other guys, you know, not necessarily. Um, You know, C.J. Smith knows what it's like to lose. Uh, You know, Brendan Gooley. You know, Casey Nelson was up, you know, last year. So there's, you know, there's the whole, you know, winning from the bottom up. Obviously, there's patience kind of stinks. But, you know, you have to have that playoff experience to know what it's like. And, you know, obviously, none of these guys want to lose. That's a no-brainer. Right, right. But, you know, they have a taste of it. You know, Allmark, you know, just hearing him say he's still pissed about losing last year in the playoffs. How many other guys really have that? And, yeah. you know... It's going to be, uh, you know, down the road, you know, next couple of months will be interesting to see, obviously, with the trade deadline, who gets called up, who sticks around. And, you know, obviously, they're all going to have a chance to make the run with the Emirates playoffs. And, you know, eventually that will that'll carry on with the with the big club. But until then, you know, there's got to focus on, you know, all I'm going to do is pay keep paying attention to what we're doing here. And there's a lot of good things going for Rochester, um, you know, the depth in terms of what you know the Sabres can choose from is very shallow right um, you know there's look there's more guys seems buried down here on NHL deals than prospects ready to go up yeah so right um, <laughs> and it's not, it's it not kinda, even you're right it's you know it kind of paints a bleak picture but you know you get an Olsen with the playoff run and you know see where it goes you know you get uh you know Gooley with another long playoff run and right. you know see what they can do and that's that's all gonna carry on and carry forward, you know, through the rest of their careers and up with the Sabers. So, Amerks have another three game week ahead of them, but it's not going to be a three game in a row week. We rarely see those, but we got that this week. Uh, so they have Cleveland on Wednesday, Utica at Utica on Friday, and host Belleville on Saturday. So another three game week, a chance for the Amerks to make some moves and I assume out of all those games the Cleveland and the Utica ones are the most important of the three I'm assuming right yeah because those are the two teams they uh, just lost five to two against um, you know so they're gonna look to get revenge on those two teams um, Belleville is going to be interesting because that's a team that is making a playoff push um, I think they're only two points behind a you know kind of fourth place and you know, they're kind of pushing right on Toronto. So anybody who can knock the Marlies out is a good sign. Yeah, but right, right. <laughs> hopefully not at the expense of the Emmerichs. So it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be another big week for the Emmerichs. Um, obviously, hope to win all three games. But, you know, did they play like they did the last three games with great goaltending and, you know, everybody performing and, you know, getting production from every line. It's going to be, it's going to be a big week. Very good. So that is Keith Wozniak from Let's Go Amrix. Follow him on Twitter at Let's Go Amrix. And you can see all of his excellent content at Let's Go Amrix.net. So Keith, hope you have a good week, man. I hope things keep uh, keep it going for you. It's going to be busy here in Buffalo for the next week or so, which should probably keep us um, 
occupied from the losing we have ahead of us. Uh, we have a five-game stretch with Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, Toronto twice, Pittsburgh, Washington. So uh, it it looks like it might get worse before it gets better here. But, you know, we'll, it's hockey, so we'll kind of see. But, uh, you know, I hope I am the Rochester to keep doing well and keep things keep working out for you. And uh, we'll talk next week, you know, the day before the deadline probably. So it'll be – we'll see if we get any fun discussions out of that. Yes, yeah, uh, interesting is the Amherst have their annual season ticket holders skate with the players on trade deadline day. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, if everybody is still there or, you know, if there's, there's moves to be made. All right, man. We'll talk next week and uh, hopefully it'll go big for you guys and maybe a better week for us. We'll see. <laughs> hey, it's always a good week for us. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Stay.